Welcome to the TT's Table Unwrapped podcast, where we care about self-care. I am TT Carroll, an author, president of a beauty-filled life, say it with words, ministry, and a trained teacher and life coach. More importantly, I am a student of life with a major in being an auntie who is not your pastor, your mother, nor sister, but a sometimes pesky but relatable confidant. Join me each week at TT's Table for 15 minutes of self-care, where we will engage in enlightening drills by utilizing humor to lift the mood, monologue to share tips and tactics, scripture and meditation to focus our hearts and minds, and ending with an appeal for purpose that inspires us to unwrap our unique gifts and use them to become more effective in living out our calling and purpose with maximum joy. So thank you for spending time with me today. Now let's sit at TT's table, begin unwrapping our gifts, and focus on purpose. See you in seconds. Feeling a little bored with herself, One afternoon, a pastor's wife decided to go shopping. After visiting several stores, she came across a dress set that really caught her attention. She knew in her heart that that dress would give her the spark that she was looking for and would make her feel oh so pretty. She tried the dress on and true enough, it was a perfect fit. So disregarding the hefty price tag, She bought the dress. When her husband came home from work, after exchanging courtesies, he asked her what she did with her day. Excited about her purchase, she blurted out that she went shopping and found and bought the perfect dress. The pastor reminded his lovely wife that the church was struggling and and their finances were tight. He went on to suggest that that maybe she should have delayed her purchase. She explained to him that, that when she tried that dress on, she could not resist it. She said that she just had to have it. He gently admonished her that she should have resisted a little more. He said her reply to the desire to have that dress in light of their circumstances should have been, get thee behind me, Satan. The wife replied, well, you know, after seeing myself in the dress, I did just that. I told old Satan to get thee behind me. And you know what he said? He said, okay, but you look just as good from behind. As we draw to the close of the Unwrapped series, please bear with me while this next to the last episode in this series is on a more personal note where I share what I call the musings of a church lady during a pandemic.
Don't get me wrong, there's nothing radical about it. Nothing at all. But hopefully it is thought-provoking. You see, I had an associate who was once a co-worker, then a former co-worker, and finally a Facebook friend. Sadly, he passed away just recently. A tad bit older than I, I found him to be quite a refined gentleman with a wide variety of interest. Also, after his transitioning, I learned that he was very well accomplished and well-loved in many diverse communities. Though he'd never shared as much on social media, I learned through the grapevine that his health had taken a dramatic turn. It seemed shortly thereafter I received word through various sources that he had indeed transitioned. Naturally, I was struck by the news as as I vividly recalled his last posting to Facebook not much longer than a few weeks earlier, where he was rejoicing over witnessing the early spring appearance of the hummingbirds to his flower beds and feeders. Most of us who shared his friendship on Facebook responded gleefully at his excitement while also expressing our own desire to see the mesmerizing little creature flutter around our own various sites. Then almost without notice or even without a second thought, the conversation about the birds ended. There was nothing else from the gentleman until news had spread of his passing. Not long afterwards, on a bright, warm, sunny spring morning, I pulled the cords of the horizontal blinds at my patio door to fully expose the glass and get a full view of the beautiful spring day. Then, lo and behold, I heard the sound that only a giggly flock of hummingbirds are known to make. I went over to get a closer look, and sure enough, they were out there, dancing around my deck. I was caught so amused. Suddenly, and to my surprise, one of the tiny, colorful birds flew right in the view of my patio door to the point where the glass was all that stood between us. Unbothered by the sight of me, it seemed to flicker, therefore, what seemed at the time, like more than a few minutes. During the encounter, my amusement and joy were arrested by fear and turned into horror as I recall my associate's last posting about seeing the birds. What did that mean for me, I recall asking myself. At that point, that was all I could think about. That was all I could worry about. Was it a sign of impending doom? Then as much as I enjoyed seeing the birds, my next inclination was to shoo them away from my deck or away from the window at the very least. Panicked, I googled the symbolism of hummingbirds trying to learn of any omens associated with a visit. 
My mind was eased when I found tidbits about them being more as messengers of joy and playfulness rather than of doom, gloom, and death. I also read that the tiny birds are seen as bringing good news from those who have passed away. I then chalked up that almost magical encounter to my social media friend sending his friends a hello. As a woman of faith, though, I had to deal with a larger issue after getting relief from my fear. While I continued to laugh at myself for my initial uneasy thoughts, I could sense the small voice of my consciousness asking me, So what? So what? That so what question prompted me to consider a much larger question, which is this. How will I give an account of my time on earth when my work here is complete? Will I be able to stand before God and answer as Chadwick Bowman is quoted as saying where he said, when I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left and could say, I used everything you gave me. Everything means everything. Every gift, every talent, every opportunity, every joy, everything all for his glory. That is what this podcast is about. It's about helping each other to focus on and move forward in realizing and living out our unique purpose so that we too can have the hope of accounting for our precious time on earth just as the late, great Mr. Bozeman imagined for himself. I believe we all have the same potential, and I believe we all have the same duty. Our meditation this week will focus on 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 that reads therefore if anyone is in Christ he is a new creation all things have passed away behold all things have become new I believe that as a new creation in Christ we have a dual citizenship one in our fleshly or natural environment and the other in the spiritual realm. In our fleshly or natural environment, we might burden ourselves with certain requirements or limitations that influence what we expect, what we do, and how we do it. Sometimes that hinders us or blocks our blessings, as the elders would say. 
However, in the spiritual realm, we are free to live a life that fully occupies the dash, meaning that takes up the space between our sunrise and our sunset. That is our highest form of praise. And it is of that mindset where we take to heart the word of God that says, we must work the work of him who sent me while it is day, because night is coming when no one can work. We can best believe that if he sent us, then he equipped us. Our affirmations this week are these. Please feel free to repeat them with me. In my position in Christ, I am a new creation. I am free from condemnation. I am comforted. I am at peace with God. I am cared for. I am assured. I am accepted. I am enriched in every way. I am courageous in him. I am blessed. The tip of the week is this. Let's consider that human nature sometimes causes us to block our blessings when we analyze too thoroughly the small wonders and whispers that are unfolding before us and within us. The same human nature causes us to doubt and shortchange ourselves when we feel we are called to do a certain thing or are on a certain path. Let us therefore commit this week to walk by faith, not faith in faith, but faith in the word of God that we are fearfully and wonderfully made and that he knit us together in that special place to give us hope and an abounding future. Let us claim our place in him. Let us receive our gifts from him. Then let us go to work. clear Heavenly Father we come before you to ask that you shut any doors that need to be shut and open any doors that need to be opened 
in the spiritual and natural realms of our lives. Father, we ask for a covering over the doorways as we go out and come in, and that the enemies, real, imagined, believed, or perceived, visible or invisible, be rendered powerless and harmless while we seek to follow the path that you have set before us. Father, please keep our minds from deceiving us and please cleanse our minds of all thoughts and preconceived ideas that do not conform to your will and the destiny for our lives. Give us individually and to each person for whom we have prayed and who are in our hearts and on our minds clarity of vision clarity of sight clarity of thought clarity of mind clarity of knowing and hearing your still small voice according to your word Lord, after you have given that clarity, please gird us with assurance that we might find favor in our works in you and courage to move in ways that will glorify you despite the noise. Father, this is your servant's prayer that we pray by your Holy Spirit and in the name of Jesus the Christ. Amen. Well, we did it. Today could very well be the first day of the rest of your life. I hope you were inspired by this exercise and I look forward to your joining me for future sessions. If you enjoyed what we have done so far, please give this podcast a subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcasting app. Also, please feel free to visit my website at ttcarol.com. That's two T's plus Carol with an E for empowerment. To access a spiritual gift assessment tool and additional helpful books and resources that are now available. Until next time, remember, we are fearfully and wonderfully made and designed with a blueprint for our own personal brand of greatness. See you next time at the table. Ta-ta!